Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome back to the Empty Stats Podcast. This is episode nine. We took off last week for Thanksgiving. So hope you guys had a wonderful holiday. Uh, Christmas is coming right around the corner. We're in the holiday spirit. Um, NBA, NFL, kind of nuts the last week and a half. Baseball free agency has been a little bonkers uh, because a lockout is both a lockout's going to happen in what, about four hours from now? Um, so that's going to stink. But anyway, basketball, football was fairly solid last week, um, except if you're a Los Angeles Rams fan, which I'm not, clearly. Um, I don't watch football, actually. I don't even know like what, what the sport is, really. Um, uh, tough, but, tough in the month of November for you. Uh, we were one of four teams to not win a game in the month of November. Um, along with the Detroit Lions, uh, New Orleans Saints, and I forgot who the other team was. I want to say the Seahawks, but I could be wrong. Um, the Detroit Lions had a better record than us in the month of November because they tied. Yep. That's never – you never want to hear your name. So, the now, the, so now the narrative the is that uh, Jared Goff had a winning – had a more winning record than Matthew Stafford in the month of November. The better QB. Um, Matthew Stafford is playing Dance Dance Revolution in the pocket and for some reason does not know what he's doing on the football field. And neither does Raheem Morris, but that's besides the fact. Uh, basketball was quite entertaining last week. A uh, whole bunch of performances, of course, you know, no Thanksgiving game or anything. Would you want to see that, basketball on Thanksgiving? Bro, football on Thanksgiving is just – it's so – If you were given the choice, so bad. if you were given the choice – and so like so say the so this Lions game kicks off like you know regular time as usual which is like what like 11 11 yeah, like 11 in the morning or so. super early or the so an NBA game is tipping off at the exact same time and you get a choice between let's say it was the Lions versus the Bears or uh this I'd uh, hypothetical watch NBA game is the Orlando Magic versus the New Orleans Pelicans Give, give which one the, are you watching give me the magic and the pelicans dog okay give it to me 10 times out of 10 and i'm not looking back <laughs> actually no yeah, i pistons pistons magic i said i'd watch pistons magic beforehand so i'd okay. rather watch pistons oh i can at least watch Cade Cunningham. okay so okay what about you that's that's intriguing um, you're more football than i am i don't know it depends like my family it's not that like, like obviously like they like kind of, they're like in the loop of sports and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think that they would rather watch. I think they'd rather watch football, the basketball, maybe. That's how my family is too, but I don't, I'm not sure. Happen. My parents would rather watch college basketball. That's for sure. I watched a whole bunch of college basketball on Thanksgiving. Shout out to the mean green of North Texas. Uh, we yep. got that. We got that Thanksgiving day slot and we covered versus Kansas. Covered the spread. <laughs> Hey man, we covered season. We covered plus 14. We're in you the already know season. the vibes. <laughs> and then Kansas, did they lose the next game? They did, right? Uh yeah, Kansas lost to Dayton the next day on a buzzer beater. Bozos. Duke, Duke lost to Ohio State. Duke lost to Ohio State last night. Kentucky's on a six-game winning streak right now. Things are looking good. College basketball is on fire right now. Uh the Mavericks are not. Um I do want to get into a Mavs talk today because I you know, it's been I mean, two weeks. <laughs> it has. Been, we're both wearing Mavs hats. Yes, sir. 
so let's get it. let's just do the Mavs talk now because I'm I'm it's pretty I'm li- it's pretty um damning what I'm watching right now and I don't like it. <laughs> okay, so right now the Mavericks are winning two to nothing. So hey, just call the game. Here we go. Yeah, yeah we got we got the old Pelicans again. Yep. Okay, so I have a friend of mine, Nathaniel. He's a, a huge Mavs fan, like you and me type level Mavs fan. Yeah, and he is the biggest pessimist on a like on the Mavs I've ever seen. We got blown out by the Cavs. We looked bad. We looked really bad. And he's like, it didn't look bad to start, but then it, it just unraveled real Halfway quickly in the, the third quarter. Quarter we suck. It was gross. Yeah. So after the game, he texts me, "Dude, we suck." And I was like. We, we don't suck. That was a bad game. That game sucked. But we don't suck. We don't and suck, you, but also there have been way too many instances of we're like, whoa, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. But the thing the thing with that is I'm, I'm coming back to like the Wizards game, the first Clippers game, and the two Suns games that we played. All four of those could have gone our way. Like the Wizards game. Montrez Harrell hits a pull-up three. And right. when that happens, I'm like, all right, cool. All right, call it wraps. If Montrez can yeah. pull up threes with a buzzer, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and we were in both the Suns games for we were pretty much the without for, our best player for about 40 minutes, and then without once those best final eight minutes came around, that's when we did not know how to play basketball. Yep. Um, that's where the Suns came through, and also you honestly, it's the Suns are on an 18 game winning streak. 17. And at the time, they were at what, 13, 14 ish? Something along those lines. So. Yeah, they were around 10. And it's 11. like, you know, what are you going to do? You're losing, you're not without your best player, and you're and in were, the game. Like, those were the two best games. Now, I haven't watched all the Suns games. Don't get me wrong. But for what Suns winning streak that I've seen, the wins, the Wednesday one hurt a lot more, I think. We should have won that Sunday, that Wednesday game for sure. We should have won it at least one of the two. And I think if we have Luca, we definitely win one of the two. And we have an argument to win both of the two. But that yeah. didn't happen. So we can't, we can't like ponder on it. Mm-hmm. But this team right now, Reggie Bullock is terrible. Yeah. Reggie Bullock. He can't Tim even Hart- make, he can't even make wide open threes, dude. Tim Hardaway <laughs> Jr. has been bad. Maxi Kleba has been coming back from an injury. Luca's been hurt. Jalen Brunson's. Brunson yeah, got Luke hurt. Been hurt. Maxi coming back from injury. Jalen coming back from injury. Luca coming back from injury. No Frank Nilakina, who going into the season saying no Frank Nilakina is like. Yeah, imagine actually like being sad that Frank Nilakina was out of your rotation. <laughs> Bro, I'm actually, I'm thinking of changing my fandom from Josh Green to Frank Nilakina. Well, like, one plays, so one close. doesn't. So I know. You should probably be a fan of the one who plays. I like. I think Josh. I love that Neil Aquina and hasn't played. And uh, what's his face? Reggie Bullock can't make a shot, and Josh Green still can't get minutes on the floor. <laughs> That's at that point. It's like is Josh Green just like not doing? Anything yeah, in I practice? don't understand what it is. It's like, like if, if you've Brown, given up on him, you've given up on him at this point. Like Sterling Brown's been bad. I, Sterling Brown can't make a three to save his life, dude. Nathaniel's trying to convince me that Sterling Brown's a top five player on our team, which is crazy to me. What? Sterling Brown's been bad. I'd rather what? watch Josh Green. How? I don't know, dude. Hold on. I, I'm telling you this, dude. Dog, he is shooting 26% from three this year. I know. He's been bad. Dude. 
I'd rather watch Josh Green go out there and make rookie mistakes rather than watch Sterling Brown. How, how old is Sterling Brown? Like twenty. Sterling Brown is so? 26. 20, He'll oh. be 27 in February. I'm really good at knowing players' age for no reason. Anyway. Yeah, he'll be 27 in February. I'd rather watch Josh Green go out there, who I think might be a better defender, and just, like, work on his game and make rookie mistakes rather than watching Sterling Brown go out there at 26 and be bad. Yeah, if it's going to be a, you know, obviously there's still a lot of development to go with Josh Green, but it's like if you're not getting productive minutes out of Sterling Brown, why keep playing him? There's no reason to. Yeah, it's I don't understand it. The Willie call not Willie Colley Stein. Willie Colley Stein's been bad, but that's not new. Willie, we just it's the big man problem is just back again. Dwight Powell's not good. Yeah. Willie Colley Stein, not good. And they finally I believe, I don't know. I don't think we've had a lineup so far of KP at the five and Kleba at the four yet. We haven't had that, right? No, Kleba hasn't started at all this year. That's so tragic because he should. So, and Moses Brown started a game before freaking. Yeah, I know. Maxi Kleba. That's what I want to get into. (laughs) It was horrific. Moses Brown, big fan favorite. Everyone likes Moses Brown, right? Seems like a cool guy. But going up against one of the, where would you put Jared Allen? Like a top seven center? Jared Allen is top, he's top 10 at least. Yeah, at least a top 10 center in the at league. At least a top 10 Allen. center in the league, yeah. And just letting him go out there. Now, from a pure size advantage, that makes sense. But Jared Allen is so much stronger and much more imposing in the paint. I yeah. was so confused on why we started Moses Brown. Yeah. 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 You. I mean, obviously, you couldn't play Kali Stein. And really, they didn't really have many other options. Like, yeah, they could have started Kleba. But... And, he th- pl- and Moses Brown only played 11 minutes, so, you know, small sample size, but he had two points, but he had, two he just turnovers, had no two rebounds, chance. four fouls. <laughs> he had no chance of guarding. Yeah, he really didn't really do anything. And in, in that Cavs game was just not good. Yeah, like there's Finney nothing. Finney Smith went two of six from three. KP went 0 of four. Hardaway Everyone 0 of three. Everyone just missed Kleba threes. two of seven. Luca went seven of 11, which he never does. Yeah. Of course, the one night Luca shoots efficiently from three, we don't need it because we can't just pull it out, man. Lori Markkinen, Lori Markkinen, kind of like a little revenge game, a little twenty-four points. <laughs> I want to know who in the trade deadline you would like. Okay, how do I word this? What player would you want the Mavs to go after most at the trade deadline, assuming they're available? So we're not saying like Anthony Davis because Anthony yeah, Davis obviously, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't available um, and or we can't trade for him. But like I don't know. I feel like Goran Dragic. I know a lot of people have talked about him, especially since like the offseason. He is right. just like officially done in Toronto at this point. He's yeah. not with the team right now, I don't think. Um, no, he's away from the team for so, personal reasons. You know, maybe get Drogic as a backup ball handler. Obviously, Jalen Brunson now emerging as like the second guy to Luka right now. He has instilled a lot more confidence than I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like big man though, like the Pacers are pretty bad. Miles Turner, what up? Do you think they'd go out? Do you think they'd get rid of Sabonis or Turner? Um, I feel like Turner would be the first one to feel- go over Sabonis. You think so? I think they go. I think they keep 
Turner over Sabonis. Obviously, Sabonis will give you a better return. Right. But All-star. I think trading Turner will be easier for the Pacers, I think. I think more people would want a Turner than a Sabonis. Yeah, I think defensively, Turner Turner is just way is better defensively, but offensively, Sabonis is a lot better. Um, and but you at least with Turner, you get the three point shooting that you don't get with yeah. Sabonis. If we so, yeah, if yeah, you want to talk about a three point game, Miles Turner would help out the Mavs a lot in that area. Starting Reggie Bullock is at fifty percent of his three so far. Just want to make that known. Yeah, twelve points, seven rebounds for Miles Turner this year. He is he is pretty inconsistent. I'll say that. Like he is. he'll put up 41 game and then just not score in the next game. Yeah. But I uh, take so that's that. pretty weird. But I mean, he's shooting rebound. 39% from three this year, shooting 51% from the floor overall. Um, average is seven boards, average is almost three blocks per game. Like he gets, he is the interior presence that you need. He provides the outside yep. shooting that you need to complement Porzingis. Like, yep. I think Miles Turner, and I've always brought it up, that I think he would be a great fit for the Mavericks. And the Pacers are pretty much out of it at this point. They're 9-14. and 14. They're yep. third to last in the Eastern Conference. Like, Who would have seen that coming? Considering how the Eastern Conference has shaped out this year, where it's pretty it's much just, never mind. like, besides the Nets, like, it's a fairly even playing field right now. Like, yeah. four, five teams are 11-10 and 10 right now. Like, it's a bloodbath in the Eastern Conference. So, like, maybe the Pacers can sneak in some wins here and there, maybe get back in it. But I don't know. Miles Turner has always been a guy that I've liked. I would love Miles Turner on the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know what we would give up for Miles Turner. Um, you know, I feel like Josh Green would probably be involved in some capacity, maybe. Maybe Carlisle. But also, Josh are the Green Mavericks like- going to trade with the Pacers with Rick Carlisle? Yes. I have no idea. I don't think I don't think they care. I don't think they care. The the play, the two players that I've been saying for the last two years that I've wanted is Jonas Valanciunas. I wanted him when they gave up Stephen Adams for him. I was like, the Mavs could have done something there, right? Yeah. And because I've always liked Jonas Valanciunas. And the other one is Christian Wood. I wanted the Mavs yeah. to go get him when he was with Detroit in that offseason where he signed with Houston. And he's been inconsistent this year. He's had his but good it's, games. He's it's had it's bad Houston games. Rockets. It's like, right. on, it's like the inconsistencies you kind of take with a grain of salt. Right, which is why I'm like, what? he doesn't fit the timeline of the Houston Rockets. He's yeah. like 25. Yeah, Christian Wood is in a position where he needs to be helping out a contender right now. Yes, he's like 25. Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. are like 19 and 21, respectively. Say Goons nineteen, I think. Yes, and I think I think they who get who lot. isn't nineteen on the Houston Rockets? Good lord! <laughs> I think they could get a lot for Christian Wood, a lot more than the Mavs are willing, or not probably not willing, but able to give. I would just like to see if Christian Wood is able to come here because he does he doesn't fix the def- defense around the around the uh, rim, mm-hmm. but he fixes rebounding which right now i'm taking rebounding over defense because we can't rebound yeah can't do it it's not and good not even kp and, can do it if him and kp are able to just kind of stand down there and block shots somewhat consistently because kp's been better shot blocking this year 
Yeah. Rebounding aside, like defensively, Porzingis has been a lot better this year. He's not been great, but he's been better. And that's like all of what Kristaps Porzingis has been doing this year. Yeah. By the way, the Rockets have seven players born in, uh, born 2000 or later on their roster right now. Just like me. These players are. How wild is it that we're both older? Wait, no, you're younger. I'm the same. Yeah, I'm younger than them. You're older. I'm older than Jalen Green. Yeah, he was born in October. Yeah, I was born October of 01. How weird is that? I'm older than Jalen Green. I could give I could give Jalen Green the word. That's so stupid. Yeah, it's kind of depressing now. We're at the point where now every single freshman that enters the NBA draft will be older than us, or younger than us. Sorry, we'll be older than them. (laughs) That's all right. That's the way life goes. Should have been me, man. It should not have been you. I should have been I've me. seen you play. <laughs> no disrespect, bro. man. You see me hoop at Carpenter. You know, you know it was I've there, dude. I've seen you play the game of basketball. Um, I I want to see if the shooting for the Mavericks kind of gets back to where league averages at least. Yeah, I don't know if it's just a thing where it's like people are just in a rut right now or what, but Tim Hardaway Jr. Reggie Bullock, Jalen Brunson, Darling Brown, Dorian Finney-Smith, they're all very capable three-point shooters, and they're just not playing like it. And that's what killed them last year in the playoffs, too. Yes. It was like going into the that Clipper series, like the Mavericks shooting was hot. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. never played better in his career. And they just go into that Clipper series, and they just fall right back to reality. So... I mean, Luka's maybe this is reality for the Mavs shooters. Absolutely I don't know. Murdering the Pelicans right now, might I mean? It's the Pelicans. Points. It's the 14. Pelicans, but a win's a win. You'll take him in the NBA. Nathaniel tried to convince me that we were going to get smoked with the Pelicans today, and I also told him you're insane. Yeah. And for, like, a lot of people overreacting, it's like even, like, the Western Conference is fairly – I mean, it's it, it's moving up and down, like, every day. We're 10-9, and nine, and we're and fourth, fourth in the conference right now. Yeah. I don't think it's time to worry quite yet. I want to see us do something along the trade deadline. Yeah, we definitely do need to add another piece, though. If that's move a Tim Hardaway Jr., if that's move a Reggie Bullock, if that's – I don't want to, yeah. but move a Jalen The Mavericks, Brunson. like, have to be considerate to, like, having to, like, eat up some stuff to really bolster up the roster. Chunis, Christian Wood. I forgot. I forgot the center on Indiana's name. Miles Turner. Miles, I had Miles Bridges stuck in my head. Miles, Miles Turner. Or even because we also need wings. Hey, give us a hey, Hornets. Miles Bridges, you don't want to extend them. <laughs> no, they're going to extend them after this year. You don't want to extend the kid. Send them over. You think KP's been an all star this year? Who? You think if KP, if all star voting was right now, do you think KP would get an all star nod? Um, I don't know. I think it'd be pretty borderline. That's what I'm saying too. I feel like maybe games might hurt him, but yeah. So, but I mean, to be fair, it's only been he only he only missed like five ish. I think he missed five or six, but those were in a row, and those were all of uh, those were all uh, like very. Everyone was talking about it when it was happening, so it seemed like a lot more than just like five games. Yeah, it seemed yeah, really it seemed to it seemed to go on for a while. Um, but it really wasn't. And and, and it makes it um, – what do you call it? Like, he went down last night – or not last night. He went down on Monday against Cavs, yeah. and everyone's like, all right, here we go again. But yep. here he is. 
playing against the yeah. Pelicans, no minutes, uh, no minutes limit. So and that's, that's a good sign. I mean, he's averaging 20 and eight. Time. Like it's kind of close. Yeah. I, I think personally decent percentages. I mean, his three point shooting could be better. Yeah. I think I would like, I, we, we could do this sometime on the pod, but we go down and like look at all stars or like who we would have on the all star. But I think you might give him a nod. And if you don't, he's like one of the reserves. So if like, yeah, a, I feel like he might be like a, like a last minute injury replacement guy. Yeah. At least, but so. at the very least, I feel like he might have a chance to be a coach's pick or something. Yeah. If he keeps playing, like if he keeps this up for sure. Yeah. Cause like now he's actually like, he's looking dominant. He's like even in like, like, like early on in that Cavs game, like he was doing everything. Yep, two blocks. And, and he dunked on Jared Allen. Jared Allen, who blocked eh, LeBron. Dunked. So he that's threw not the ball like... in, but it counts. <laughs> he put him, he posterized He him. still yammed on his head, though. So yep. that's all that matters. And then everything just decided to go down after that game. Yep. But it is the way life goes. Maybe, that, maybe that's what caused the downfall, is that we had to test Jared Allen, and then he got angry. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the Warriors-Suns game last night? I caught glimpses of it. I watched the Duke Ohio State game instead. Oh, bro, the Suns. This, do you think the Suns are legit? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've been listening to other. People. I don't know why people were doubting them at the beginning of the year. It's like it's pretty much the exact same roster as last year, and but with another year of each other. With another year, yeah. So you and i but both i will i am surprised that they have won 17 games in a row that's for sure yes. <laughs> i, I was not they were expecting be, that i didn't know they would be this good i knew they'd be good i should know they'd be this good yeah and so it's kind of crazy I, how early on in the season it took to really see like to, like really see two teams kind of break away from the rest yeah i didn't think it would i didn't know Suns. it would be i don't know it would take this quick so you and I both had Kevin Durant as the MVP. Are you sticking with that right now? Uh yes, because God damn it, do the Nets need him? <laughs> yes. Actually, last night I watched the Nets. Um, that Nets Knicks game last Nets, night. Yeah. Nets Knicks. Kevin Durant was off last night. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Shout out Harden. He came through. Harden had the best game of his Brooklyn Nets career last night, and I like I don't I haven't watched every game of the Harden saga. But from top of mind, that is the best game James Harden has played, at, not as a Houston Rock. Yeah, it's nice for KD that, like, whenever his shooting is off, he's able to do more. Like, his assist numbers are crazy. <laughs> Which is something he's never been able to do, and now he's doing it. Yeah, now he actually, like, has people around him to make shots on, like, when he was in Oklahoma City, obviously when he was with the Warriors, like everybody could make shots on that team. He didn't need to pass the ball on that team. <laughs> God, anyway. But like compared to like Oklahoma City where he had Westbrook, Andre Roberson, and Steven Adams in his starting five, it's like there was no spacing. Nobody could shoot. Now he's on the nets. He has Harden, Patty Mills. Joe Harris just got hurt. Uh, but LaMarcus yeah. Aldridge is starting to like return back to form a little bit. So... I mean, obviously, like the Nets are still a good team, but they would nowhere he, they would be nowhere near as good if Kevin Durant wasn't what he was doing right now. Yeah, I want to. I want. I'm gonna. But that's also not to discredit Steph well. Curry, who is still going nuclear right now. Yeah. 
uh, I saw a I'm on it. I like NBA Reddit because I think NBA Reddit is a great and terrible place. It's better than NBA Twitter because people know what they're talking about more, in my opinion. And I saw the question, who is the most overrated NBA player of all time? And you know my answer to this. I want to know what your answer to this is. I'm trying. I'm trying to. What's your answer again? I don't know. Reggie Miller. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I remember this. It is Reggie Miller. Oh, this guy hates Reggie Miller for no reason, guys. I don't it's so hate tough. Reggie Miller. I just think he's it's so tough, guys. Most overrated NBA player of all time. Um, the answer that I saw the most was Kobe Bean Bryant. Um, I could agree with Kobe. Like, obviously, no disrespect to like right. the legacy he left on the game and all that. Um, but like a lot of people kind of riding his nuts. For a lot no of people do have him in the top three now. Like, there are glimpses. There are black marks on Kobe's career that nobody wants to bring up. They'll bring it up for LeBron. They'll bring it up for Jordan. But they won't bring up that Kobe just quit his team in game seven in 2006 versus Phoenix Suns after they blew a three-to-one series lead. Um, you know, kind of crazy. Um <laughs> Let's see, poor shooting performances in the finals that nobody wants to talk about. Like, yeah, his team would end up winning those games, but it wouldn't be because of Kobe. Um, it'd be because of, like, Pau Gasol or Lamar Odom or, you know, any other person hitting a clutch shot on the Lakers. Uh, <clears throat> Derek Fisher. Um, you know, I obviously have my spite with, like, Kobe stands and stuff. I grew up, like, one of my best friends was a Kobe stand, and yeah. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I don't know if Kobe would be my answer, but I would agree that I would agree with people's testament that Kobe would be the most overrated. I couldn't come up with an answer in my head. There's just so many players to ever play the game. (laughs) Right. Pre-death, I think Kobe is not an answer, but I think post-mortem Kobe. Yeah. It's just weird how people try and like lift, like boost up kobe or like they try and like drop like name drop him into random stuff that doesn't correlate and i'm like all right dude you don't need to bring up kobe in here <laughs> another person i saw a lot was alan iverson yeah i could agree with that i don't remember who else i saw there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of 70s and 80s players like pete maravich i saw once i, I like, wouldn't say over- pete maravich is the most overrated pete player of all time i mean if, I, I mean like Jerry West is the logo, and he has one ring. He's one and nine. Yeah, I've seen Elgin. I saw Elgin Baylor once. I think on that. Oh, thread. that's BS. Elgin Baylor was a hooper. <laughs> I I get behind that. Yeah. yeah I don't see why you would I say Elgin Baylor. Pose, I don't know why. I just wanted to pose that question. They that's were just so tough. That that's that's so tough, to Elgin Baylor. But on like honestly, thinking about it now, I would probably say Kobe. I'm sure. And again, not to disrespect his legacy on the game, because obviously Kobe means a lot to the game of basketball and a lot to the generation that Aiden and I are in. But there are a lot of glimpses of Kobe Bryant that nobody wants to talk about because it would ruin a lot of y'all's narratives. So, you know, I want to talk. Anywho, (laughs) I want to talk about my favorite player of all time getting benched. Kemba Walker. Poor Kemba. I feel man, I want to see him be great, but I think he's just past his prime. I think his game, yeah, I just don't think, yeah, he just doesn't got it anymore, which sucks. It really sucks. 
because I love watching Kimba Walker. In that game when he had against Charlotte, I was like, yes, he's back. He's going to get into it. And he just hasn't replicated that. So do you think it's because of like his actual skill set or he just not, he's just not working with New York? I think a Fibs ran scheme does not fit what a Kimball Walker does. But I also think the way he plays, he relies so heavily on his explosiveness and just being able to beat guys with ball handling, with speed, with yeah. finishing. And I think he's what, like 30, 31? He's 31. Average. He's 31. He's 32 in May. His, his legs just haven't – don't seem to be holding up. I mean, he just hasn't really been the same since he left Charlotte in general. Like, yeah. he wasn't really lighting it up with the Celtics either. I, I agree with that, but I also you, – you can also say that he just wasn't supposed to be lighting it up next to Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum and Jalen, and Jalen Brown. Brown. yeah. Gordon so Hayward that wasn't really his role. Yeah. But I, I want to see him be traded to, like – the Lakers or yeah, he seems like a, like he seems like a buyout option guy. He's just gonna be uh he's just gonna be depth for a contender. I want to see him get a ring. He does seem like a Lakers player though. Like he seems to fit the mold of what they're trying to go after. I don't. Would you start him over now? Because Russ has been killing it. So no, far. Russell Westbrook has improved a lot recently. I've been impressed. Ever since the Dennis Schroeder, you're paying this man forty four yeah, million. Yeah, ever since the Celtics graphic jab at Russell West. So crazy. When I saw that, I had to go that make is, sure that was real. It's such like a tweet. That's such a tweet. He's like, hey, y'all paying Russ 44 mil. <laughs> Which still paying Russ 44 I wish, mil. Actually, crazy. I respect it, though. I wish TV networks were more like that. I wish they would just don't – I wish they just wouldn't care about players' feelings. It's just – Hey man, y'all paying Russ 44 mil. We got this guy for like, what are they paying Dennis Schroeder? Like 8.6 or something? Yo, this yo could not be me paying this guy 44 million dollars. What do you think his value is going into the offseason next year? Is he's on a one year? year. He's on a one year, isn't he? Yeah. So what do you think a team pays him? Because I saw this on um the well, obviously, podcast. like he will demand money. He's going to demand a lot of money. Like, like it, it's it. not going to be a good contract either way. So I don't really know how you're going to really avoid it. Um, so his last deal with the Thunder was five years, $206 million. Um, he has one more year after this, which he'll be paid $47 million by the Los Angeles Lakers. That's wild. Um, and then he'll be an unrestricted. He'll be 34 Actually, he has a player option going which into next pay. year, which is worth $47 million. I do not know why Russell Westbrook would decline that. He is not yeah, getting $47 million elsewhere. Um, yeah. He'll be 33 going into that player option next year. So assuming he accepts, he'd be a UFA in the summer of 23, which will be 34. Um, I think a lot. I think a small market team – is willing to offer him north of $30 million. I also think it depends on how this Lakers stint goes. I think if he does win a ring, if he does win a ring, which I don't feel like is going to happen, um, then may I think he definitely tries to stay, you know, with the contender. He'll be 34. He's, he sees KD got two rings. Russ needs one. Um, Realistically, so, I don't think it matters if he wins a ring because he won't be looked at as that guy. 
Yeah, but I also think there's going to be a lot of, but they'll they'll still be, but but also Russell Westbrook probably personally wants a championship. Oh, hundred percent. At the age of thirty, I don't think Russ is that guy that doesn't want a ring. Like like Vince Carter was just like, hey man, I just want to be out here and have fun. A ring would be cool. Yeah, but Vince Carter was also at the age where it's like you know he wasn't gonna help really anybody. Right. But he could have just ring chased. He just didn't. Yeah. Yeah, he was man. He was stuck on like Memphis and Atlanta, Atlanta and Sacramento. It's like God, if you're gonna drag your career out like this, like at least like go to a contender, dude. Yeah. You're just sitting in Sacramento <laughs> to end your career. That's so sad. I think he went to Sacramento. Yeah, I remember him vividly in a Sacramento jersey. Yeah, he would. Yeah, after like his. He had like one good year in Orlando where he was an actual like contributor. Then he right. got traded to the Phoenix and then was like somewhat solid on the Mavericks. Um, he had a couple, what was it like a year and a half or so on the Mavs? Uh, he played from 2011 to 2014. So I think oh, wow. two, so like two and a half seasons because of that lockout year. Um, right. Or actually, no, three years in the Mavs because 2011 12 was. The year, uh, year after before. the lockout. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so we had what, like three good years in the Mavs? Three so. years of the Mavs, and then it was three years with the Grizzlies, one year with the Kings, and then two years with the Hawks. Anyway. That's crazy. He retired in 2020, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he started his career in 98. That man that's was so his, that's crazy. Pure longevity. My man played a while, bro. <laughs> I see a good team offering Russell Wilson – or not Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Wilson. I see a good team offering Russell Westbrook south of $20 million. Yeah, I, I feel like it'll be like a, like, a two, like a cheap or – like or like an expensive two-year deal or something, maybe like a one plus one. Yeah. I don't think a good team wants to take a risk, and I think a bad team wants to ha- say they signed Russell Westbrook. Yeah, it'll be a thing where it's like, yeah, he's 34 – it's like, you know, a really crappy team. We'd be like, hey, guys, guess what? We signed Russell <laughs> we Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. What if it goes back to Oklahoma City? They'd probably want him. That'd be kind of interesting, seeing Westbrook with – but maybe Westbrook just completely trashes that rebuild. <laughs> he just tries to fight for the playoffs. They barely miss it. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is just intentionally winning games, and he, everybody's looking at him like, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> this ruins what Shea Gilles Alexander and Lou Dort have been doing for like three years. Man, yo, Russell Westbrook with SGA, Lou Dort, Josh Giddy. That team sounds like no fun. <laughs> that team sounds miserable. <laughs> that sounds like a team I would not want to watch in my free time. No. I mean, do you even want to do you even want to watch this on Thunder team in your own free time? I like watching Shea. I think Shea's a fun player to watch. Giddy is a wonderful passer. Shea, he is a, just a wonderful guy. Giddy is an insane passer. Nice. <laughs> this won't go away. That's <laughs> just going to stay in there. the perfect spot. For, uh, sure. for those that are not watching uh, the video version on YouTube, Aiden just has this insane unicorn uh, curl coming out of the front of his head. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. It's just in the perfect spot to line up with the brim of my, or like the back of my hat. Yeah. All right, let's get into performance of the week, and then let's hop into the NFL. The National s- football. 
the third best I league would not in like to America. About, I would not like to talk about the NFL, but I'm obligated. I'm contractly obligated to, so there, I have to. All right, for viewers and listeners, there is no contract here. We are not getting paid for this. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely not. We are making zero sets off of this. We're making a lot of fun and memories. Hey, sponsors, though, hit us up. Hey, man, I like Jesus. Hit us up, sponsors. Jesus, hit me up. Or Nature hit Valley. Hit up the email. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's your third performance of the week? Mine's- so, I went and looked back. I don't I don't think any of these are from the week that we didn't record. Uh, I, think I these thought about all- doing it. I just... Yeah, I think these are all within the last week. I have four. Uh, yeah. So my first, I, I guess I'll save my third one, is LeBron versus Indiana. 39 points, five boards, six assists, and an overtime win versus the Pacers. Uh, it was one of the Shout first Shout out Chris few, Duarte for hitting that corner three. It was one of the first games LeBron came back from injury. Yep. Uh, now he's out with COVID. like the LeBron of old. He still owns the Pacers, even though he's with the Lakers now. Um, he hit the Sam Cassell big balls. Uh, he hit, he hit the King. Like he pulled out all the, he pulled out all the sellies in the bag. Like this was vintage brawn. It was, it was a joy. Uh, yeah. So he has to go right now. So get better. And then Chris Duarte sending that game in overtime with that shot was crazy. Yeah. That was just a insane game in general. And no, I did not put it into my games of the week. Cause I'm sick and tired of Laker games, dude. It's all, they're all stupid. <laughs> They all go to overtime. I swear. They all go to. They overtime all either go to overtime or it's the Lakers almost blowing a twenty-point lead. To like blowing the a Pistons. Lead. <laughs> My number three was last night, and it was Harden versus the Knicks because I just wanted okay. to give Harden a shout out for yep. doing, for like not putting the team on his back. Because Kevin Durant didn't shoot efficient, but he was still good. Mm-hmm. So for James Harden just having the best year of or the best game this year and of last year yeah and a pretty good game against the knicks like that was an entertaining game so i'll give an extra an extra performance to kevin durant against the phoenix suns didn't get the win but 39 points nine boards seven assists everything you could out there and four steals literally did everything he possibly could and almost beat the phoenix suns but just giving katie some love futile uh, giving my, my MVP two, some love. My number two was Jonas Valanciunas against the Clippers two nights ago. Ah, he was my number one. Really? Yep. That man was just just lacing literally on fire. Like I could not, not believe miss. what I was watching. And they weren't, and like they weren't even like swishes either. Like dude was getting like three like ball taps like, on the rim and going in. <laughs> so I'm yeah. Shout out to Jonas. Since he's your number one, I'll let you touch on it more. Uh, I mean, 39 points, 15 boards. The Pelicans got the W against the Clippers. Uh, yep. I mean, Valanciunas just couldn't miss. He had seven, he he had seven of seven in the first half from three. Uh, ended the game, 39 points in 32 minutes, 15 to 24. Did not make another three in the second half. I think he used up all of his uh, three-point magic. But out of his 15 boards, eight of them on the defensive end, seven offensive uh, on the offensive side. Uh, now the Pelicans have won three out of the last four. So ends tonight, baby. But yeah, Valanciunas now. Um, let's see. What what, oh, what what are the Mavs looking like right now? Uh, forty-eight to thirty-five of us. Okay, there we go. Good but, job, Mavs. Yeah, taking care of business. All right. So, what was your number two then? Uh, number two was Steph Curry versus the LA Clippers. Um, 
I mean, 33 points for Curry, seven threes. Like, again, it's like, you know. It's just like a regular Curry game. It's another Curry game, but just the way he did it. Especially <laughs> with the tech and the. He got the tech and then dude went off. On that ref. Doing vintage Curry. Yeah. yeah like, shout out to Steph. It was, again, and I've, I've, I've matured now from my old, my young age where I hated just strictly Steph. hated Stephen Curry because it was the fun thing to do. I didn't even hate Steph Curry growing up. I was a huge fan of him coming out of Davidson. Um, I witnessed him make a game winner on the Mavericks in person. It was not a good feeling, but you know, I've been there, been there. Was not fun, but now it's just now Kevin Durant is not there anymore. It's Steph Curry's show, and yeah. it's 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 a basketball masterclass. So my number one, I had Embiid versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. I was thinking about him, game. but he lost. So. They lost that game, but that's not on him. Oh, no, not at all. It was him and D'Angelo <laughs> Russell. <laughs> him and D'Angelo Russell going back and forth for three quarters, just haymakers. Yeah, shout out D'Lo, man. It's, it's, it's always that's fun. Like the, just like once every like three weeks, we get a D'Lo game. Getting a good D'Lo game. Get a D'Lo game. Speaking of the Timberwolves, like Anthony Edwards has got to be like top five most entertaining players in the game, right? Yep. I, he's... Just, he can jump so high. I mean, dude is so like I, I don't know. I don't know if the term is. I don't know if I'm overrating him a little bit. I think Anthony Edwards is box office. Word to Stephen A. Smith. I think Anthony Edwards Probably. is box office. Okay, <laughs> I don't like that impression. Uh, shout out to Boogie for. Did he just clear waivers? I think uh, yeah, I think waivers. he's. Is he playing tonight? Yeah, he just checked in for the first time for the Milwaukee Let's go, Bucks. Boogie. <laughs> That's I want to see guy. him be good, but I know he won't be. That's my guy, Big Blue Nation, baby. I hate that his career ended the way it did, but yeah, it just yeah, it was a weird career arc for for Boogie. He did have a weird. Where was the before? Yeah, he finished on the Lakers, right? And just never played for him. Now he was on the Clippers last year. He was on the Clippers yeah, last year. On the That's Clippers right. last year. Did he get a ring with the Lakers? Um, did I don't, he? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I feel like I would have known about it if he did. I, don't I think, think he, he did. Since he didn't play a game or anything, he, I don't think he got it. Yeah, yeah, he never. Yeah, he never played a game. I forgot about that. I remember. Yeah, because didn't he like tear his Achilles or something? Yeah, before the season started. Before the season started. Sucks. Um. Nope. Yeah, not listed as any uh, NBA champ for the Lakers. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't even list the Lakers in confirmed. career history because he never played for them. That sucks. But yeah, shout out to Boogie. I'm glad he's in the league still. Yeah, he tore uh, his my, yeah he tore his ACL in an offseason game. Yep, offseason pickup game. Never played a game for the Lakers. My game of the week was Philly versus Minnesota, the Joel Embiid versus D'Angelo Russell game. I just thought that game was so much fun going into two overtimes when it just shouldn't have gotten into two overtimes. Actually, the Lakers oh. won the NBA championship in 2020 and had Cousins' name engraved on their championship ring. So, but did so he maybe get he one? got one. I don't know. I don't. He doesn't get credit for being on the team. He never played a game. But right. who knows? Maybe he did get That's, a ring. I have no idea. I hope he got the ring at least. <laughs> at yeah, least imagine your name being inscribed in the ring. You don't even get it. <laughs> I feel like that's something LeBron would push for just to give him one. Right. What was your game of the week? Game of the week. I have three. Oh, my God. So, game number one, Nets-Knicks last night. Battle of oh. New York. The Battle of Bing Bong. And Brooklyn went. Went. went Brooklyn wins it, 112-110. Wins it. 
Game number two is Wolves Sixers. Timberwolves win at one twenty-one to one twenty in double overtime. And then game three, I hate doing it because I had to include the Lakers again. But game number three is Kings Lakers. Sacramento wins at one forty-one, one thirty-seven in tres overtimes. Shout out Buddy Heald. (laughs) That game was another Laker game that was stupid. I want the Mavs to get Buddy Heald, but I know that's, like, impossible, even though I've been pushing for it for three years. Buddy Heald would be a nice compliment. He wouldn't even be a compliment. He'd be our third best player. Yeah. Uh, Game of next week, I had two games, both on Tuesday of next week, the seventh. Nets Mavericks, because I'm biased. God, we're already playing them this early. Yep. And then Celtics (laughs) Lakers. Yep, that'll do it. Because that is just the rivalry that everyone likes watching. Yeah, that's what I had put down too. Okay. You want to hop into gridiron or you got anything else basketball related? Um, I can confidently say that my basketball watching has decreased. Um, over yeah, the last, we're at the point of the year where I'm over the last few days. Yeah, All-Star. I'm getting into the point now where it's like, oh, I like college basketball again. <laughs> I'm ready for the All Star festivity yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I'm now but, uh, yeah, I'm kind of like a little basketball. I have a little basketball burnout right now, but yeah. you know that is we, we keep we keep on moving on. Keep on moving on is the phrase. All right, well let's. I don't even want to talk about football at this point. Like, what do I have to talk about? Rams suck. <laughs> Why do the Rams suck? Um, Matthew Stafford stinks. Our defensive coordinator does not know how to properly run a defensive scheme. Uh, our offensive line's kind of toast. Our receivers are banged up. Uh, even OBJ now has a hit pointer. Um, Shout out Odell for his first touchdown. Uh, literally, that is all I wanted. That's all I wanted, like, out of that Packer game. It's like I couldn't believe that we were still in the game at halftime. And then, like, once I figured, like, the game was out of reach and then Odell got a 54-yard touchdown, I was like, all right, he's happy. He's satisfied. He got, he got his numbers. He got his stats. We'll be fine. No Odell Beckham senior video for Matthew Stafford this week. <laughs> um, but it's just a tough stretch right now. Like Matthew Stafford is looking like Matthew Stafford that people were telling me that we were going to get. He is literally spotting teams 14 points every week. I don't get it. <laughs> it has I, been right. I do not understand what the fuck he's doing on the football field. I do not know. He's missing easy throws. He's has terrible pocket awareness right now. His footwork is awful. He's under throwing people. He didn't under the two deep balls he had to Van Jefferson for a touchdown and Odell Beckham were actually good throws, but I mean, he's missing all the layups. So, you know, shit, man. I don't know. It's tough. Our defensive coordinator doesn't put Jalen Ramsey on the other team's best receiver. Like, I don't know what the fuck that does to any i don't know how that makes you a better team our linebackers are pedestrians they're traffic cones our safeties are traffic cones i don't know you like i know a lot of people were like oh the rams like should absolutely win the super bowl and i've even expressed my concerns on this show i've even exactly. said to myself it's like i know a lot of people are going to overreact and they're gonna be like oh well the rams have to win the super bowl now i, I already said i was not cough i was questionable about that Niner game we were never going to win the division yep. anyway because the Cardinals were clearly going to run away with that um yep. like I, I mean I, fe- I felt kind of unfair 
like, yeah, we were seven and one when we got OBJ and Von Miller, but it's, it didn't make sense to me why people were like so adamant that like, oh, well, the Rams have to win the Super Bowl now. I, like, they never popped into my head once because I was like, well, we're still not going to win the division and the NFC is like a freaking bloodbath right now. Right. It's like, I just never really saw it really happening. And when you have a defense with Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, and you're giving up 30 points and you can't get a sack against the third string left tackle. Does that say more about the talent or the coaching? You ask, you tell me. I don't know. I'm just saying. Anyway, that's, well, Aaron my, that's, that's my Rams rant me. of the week. We get to play the fucking Jaguars. And are we going to be the Jaguars? I sure hope so. <laughs> Better for my sake and your sake. Yeah. Imagine both of our teams lose to Jacksonville in the same season. That'd be crazy, but you couldn't give me be crap. Crazy, for it. right? I'd feel so nice about it. That'd be crazy, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, I, hope I, I hope I'm not sounding like a lunatic, guys. I'm just really upset right now. <laughs> and I'm also going to Shout Los to Angeles. The- I'm also going to LA in three weeks. So, uh, uh, team kind of needs to pick up their shit. Shout to the Bills. They looked really good against the Saints. Yeah. But it's the Saints. play fucking Trevor Simeon's bum-ass. Yeah, I'm not... I'm still not sold on this team yet. You got a big test coming on Monday night, though. Yeah, I think we should definitely beat the Patriots. I think I'd be more surprised if we lost the Patriots than we beat them. I don't know. I I think the Patriots aren't as good as the Bills, especially not on paper. So I guess we'll see. But that is the game of the who wins the division, which is crazy to think. Yeah, because y'all y'all haven't played each other yet, right? I no, we haven't. So this would be the first. Yeah, and I'm yeah, willing to that's say that's pretty huge. Whoever wins this game wins the division. Yeah. Um. So we'll get into we'll get into it. Cowboys yeah. Saints is the first game of the slate tomorrow. At 7.20 today, as you are listening to it, or as it is coming out. At 8 p.m. Wednesday night, the Cowboys, I think, will have Amari Cooper. The Saints are starting Taysom Hill. Mike McCarthy has COVID. So Dan Quinn is the Cowboys coach tomorrow night. Um, I'll probably go with Cowboys, even though they've been struggling. I just can't see how the Saints win a football game with Taysom Hill as their quarterback. I'm taking the Cowboys and I'm taking Trev- I'm taking Diggs as an interception. Okay. I'm saying Diggs gets an interception. I feel like there could be a chance Taysom Hill loves underthrowing the football for some oh, reason. Taysom Hill. Yeah. I think I think if the Cowboys don't win this game, then they have other issues that are needing to be talked about before the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, the Cowboys and the Rams are on like a similar trajectory right now. Which is crazy. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> but it's pretty crazy. Is the way it goes. Mavs are currently up 20. Feels good. Let's get it. Next game of the slate, we got Colts Texans Sunday. The AFC is just really weird right now. It's like Colts every are looking week, good. there's a new team every week that's the quote unquote favorite. One week, it's the Colts. Next week, it's the Bills. Next week, it's the Ravens. It's like, you know, you never really know, but it's the Houston Texans. They got nothing. So this is 
pretty should easily be the Colts. Jonathan Taylor, three rushing touchdowns. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is probably going to go off. Uh, Vikings-Lions. It should be a Vikings win. It's the Lions week, baby. It's not the Lions week. It will never the be Lions the Lions week. week. It will never be the Lions week. I want it to be the so, Lions I'm week. I'm so certain so of it. They're just not going to win a game this year. I just want the Lions. I just want it to be the Lions week. They've, they, they deserve at least one. I don't know, Kirk man. Give them one. <laughs> Kirk Cousins letting up. Just give them one. Hold on. I need right to look guard. at the Lions' remaining schedule to see like who their toughest. Like, I just need to see what their remaining schedule is, yeah, so I, I know it. if they I even have it. a chance of winning. It's the Vikings, the Broncos, Cardinals, Falcons, okay, Seahawks, Packers. Okay. Hey guys, four. keep your eyes peeled to December twenty sixth. They have four in Atlanta, Georgia. Games. We might have, have something brewing. Four reasonable games that are winnable, and that is the Vikings, the Broncos, the Falcons, the Seahawks. All right, Lions, the, come on now. The Cardinals and the Packers just pack it up. What? Unless they decide to like sit Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and Devontae I thought Adams. we were talking like the pet, like the Cardinals and the Packers were playing, and I'm like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, so it's the Lions week. We know this. No, it's the Lions. It's the Vikings, actually. Giants, Dolphins. Yo, yo, Dolphins are getting kind of. I mean, I don't know how much you, I don't know how much worth you put into the the Dolphins being hot right now. But I will take Miami over the uh, over the Giants. Really, I'll take the Giants. For no reason, there's no reason to take either one. I don't know. Dolphins are Dolphins been playing well recently. Their defense has been like competent. Average. Yeah, their defense has been competent. We'll see. Daniel Jones, a competent defense versus Daniel Daniel Jones Jones will win you a football game. You don't even need a good defense. You just need a competent defense. I'll take Giants, but I don't feel confident in that answer. Bucks, Falcons, Bucks are gonna wipe them. Yeah, this should be a. At Murder. least a two touchdown win for Bucks. Eagles, Jets. Oh, God. There <laughs> should be an Eagles win, but Jalen Hurts, come on, dude. Jalen Hurts, we gotta and pick Jalen it up. Rager, looking bad. We've got to pick it up. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the Jets just because the Eagles are so bad. It's not even like the the, the Eagles are like they're not even like that bad like. It's just tough. I mean, they it's are, like they're like the they're like the same record as the Vikings, but the Vikings are so significantly better than the Eagles. Yeah, the Vikings have just been the Vikings. They just can't help themselves. Right, <laughs> they're putting themselves down. Like Kirk Cousins is lining up behind the guard. That's so funny. How stupid is that? <laughs> That's and then Alexander Madison had to be like, "Hey, man, literally, like literally over. physically move him over to the center." <laughs> I wonder what happens if it, I thought I saw that play and I was like, oh, this is a weird trick play to get the ball to Alexander Madison. Yeah, like, like a weird like, like direct snap kind of thing. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, that wasn't supposed to happen. Kirk, I don't, yeah, I don't even think you can do that. Usually, whatever, like there's a direct snap, the quarterback's either off the field or he's just lined up as wide receiver. Yeah. Next game Cardinals, Bears. Ew. Cardinals are going to put the Bears out of their misery. I'm this. I'm kind of a hot take. This is this is when the Matt Nagy era ends. 
You think Matt Nagy gets fired after Matt this Nagy game? Matt Nagy is done after this game. Well, Actually, maybe not because their next game would be at Green Bay in prime time. Maybe that is the week Matt Nagy gets fired. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I just want Matt Nagy gone. I have no reason to yeah, root for the like, Bears. I don't know how the Bears can look at this team right now and like keep Matt Nagy around. Fire Nagy chance have been at, at Bears games, Bulls games. Blackhawks games. It's even reached the University of Illinois basketball games. Really? Like, I didn't see that. Dog, just it has to happen. <laughs> There's no way the Bears are this oblivious. <laughs> Maybe they are. I don't and know. I'm they might be wrong. Yeah, Cardinals by at least two touchdowns. If Kyler plays, I'll give him one and a half if Kyler doesn't play. Shit. If Colt McCoy plays, the Cardinals are still wiping this team. <laughs> Probably. Especially with Khalil Mack out for the season. Yeah. And Andy Dalton probably is starting again for them. I hope I don't not. Just I give. Don't. Just give Justin Fields the reins. Whatever. Chargers well, Fields Panthers. is hurt, so I don't think that's why he's – that's why he didn't play versus De- uh, Detroit. Oh, he's – okay. I don't know what he was – I don't know what he's hurt with, but I just know that's why he didn't play the Lions game. Gotcha. Yeah, he got hurt in the Ravens game. Two weeks Chargers ago. Bengals is the next. This game. is probably my favorite game of the week. I'm looking forward to, especially with the Bengals coming off such a good win. Yeah, Bengals just got a good win. The Chargers is just came off a bad loss to the Broncos, but you know it's Herbert versus uh, Joe Burrow, two of the top six picks in the draft last year in 2020, um, and it's the seven and four Bengals and the six and five Chargers. Like this is a playoff seeding game. Like this is an important game for both teams. I don't know why this game didn't get flexed to Sunday Night Football. Uh, it's kind of disrespectful, in my honest opinion. Like, we don't need to see the Chiefs more. Yeah. Um, like, it's Chargers-Bengals. When are you going to get a Chargers-Bengals game that's competitive? Have you have you seen those guys on TikTok that are, like, diehard Steelers fans, and they do, like... I have not. I have not okay. seen those people. So, these people on TikTok, chilling with Deke, they are the most biased Steelers fans. <laughs> They had every week before they uh, they go on and watch the Pittsburgh Steelers. They say, "Who's the better quarterback?" They have not taken. They took Joe Burrow over Big Ben. Who else did they take? They were like, "He's been having issues turning the ball over." Uh, they took Big Ben over Baker Mayfield. Gross. Which, like, I don't know how, like, you could just, like, literally with your own eyes, you just look onto the football field, and you can see Ben Roethlisberger can't move, can't throw. And they said it so confidently, too. Like, yeah, Steelers, I, I honestly think Steelers fans might be the worst. I think they might be the most worst biased fans in the league. Yep, they take Ben Roethlisberger over any other QB in the league, and it's crazy to me because that guy, is his arm is shot. He's literally so bad at football. Anyway, that's enough. I don't want to talk about the Steelers anymore. But I will go Bengals. I'll go Chargers. I just like the Chargers more. There's no reason for me taking them. I just like the Chargers more. I don't know. Every time I feel confident in the Bengals, they lose. They lose. But it's the Chargers. I feel the same way about the Chargers. But it's the Chargers. (laughs) I thought they'd be so much better this season than they are. Yeah. All right. We got to your game. Rams, Jaguars. 
Are you well, ready? obviously, it's like I'm not picking the Jags. Like I would have picked the I would have I picked the Packers last week to win. Like I knew yeah. we weren't gonna win last week. Sure. Um. So yeah, Rams beat the Jaguars. Like this just needs, here, this, this just needs to be a game. I do not care about football integrity. Literally kick the living shit out of Jacksonville, please. If we're even able to, if we're even able to, like literally put up all the points possible on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just let it all out. If Evan was here, Evan would take the Jaguars. Evan also, would have taken the Jaguars. Yep. If you're only audio, I don't think we've mentioned this yet. It's just me and Will today. Evan is driving home from oh, college. Yeah, we, yeah, it is. If you have not noticed, I know there are some times where even though Evan is here, he does get pretty drowned out. <laughs> but yeah, Evan. But yes, Evan is not here today. Evan he not will here. be back next week. He'll be back next week. But, but yes, Rams should win. What even is the line? I'll I, give if it's I'll be surprised if it's double digits, honestly. Um Evan's pick would be Jacksonville. My pick will be the Rams. Yeah. All right. I don't even Next know game. what I don't know what the line is. I need to know what the line is for this Rams game. If we're 10 points or more, I will be surprised. Um line is 13. Jeez. Double, Guys, double. please take Jacksonville plus 13 with all of your money. Bet the mortgage, dude. <laughs> for the love book of it, God. Please with please bet the mortgage on Jack's plus 14. On um, Jack's plus 13. Book with Trent is my favorite follow on TikTok. I love him. Is I love that now there are accounts that are fading all of his picks and winning. There was a part, there was a parlay that somebody he had an entire fade parlay, put a hundred bucks and faded all of Trent's picks and won 10 grand. Saw that. That's so crazy. Do you think he bets those picks? He's got to. I don't know. He's got to. I don't know. He never actually shows like the tickets where it's like the funniest thing is that they make sense. They make sense. The yeah, they're mistake. not even bad picks either. No. <laughs> they're not He's bad. Not just they some, just like outlandish better. That's like, like, yo guys, yo, like this is going to like this huge. This is going to happen. Like they're actually like, I killed bet Duke minus three and they're up 13 of the half. And then they lose. <laughs> he like, bet the, there was one up. game. There was one game. He bet the wizards plus three against the Pelicans. The Pelicans went out there and beat him by like 24. Yeah, it's just, but that's just the state of betting. It's just, you never know. It's just crazy that it happens to him yeah, so consistently. It just, but it's just funny that that's like a brand, though. Yeah. Is it like everybody is going against you and winning money because they're going against you? Hey, man, money is money. You know how, how dude, I'm sure he's so hurt. I'm, I'm sure, sure he saw that fade parlay for 10 grand and he was like, I'm sure man, he faced his own bets. I would have been so butthurt. If I saw somebody go against all my picks and win 10 grand off of that. Uh, next game is Washington and the Raiders. This is kind of interesting. Like now we're getting to the point where now it's like, like team, like the five and six teams, the six and five, like the on the hunt teams, you know, yeah. they're like on the outside looking in like, yeah, these, like, start these, these are, these are the weird games. Yeah. Like Washington is five and six. The Raiders are six and five. And you're like, I don't like both of these teams. And I'm in that same boat. <laughs> I don't like either of these teams right now. I will take uh, the I know Raiders, the Raiders just got a big win against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, but they didn't look good. But they, that, didn't, the Cowboys yeah, looked, they didn't look good. Like, the their Cowboys. offense was really stagnant. 
they kicked too many field goals. Obviously, they won the game on a field goal, but you know, the Cowboys also gifted them a lot of free yards on penalties. So, you know, they're not facing the Cowboys defense, moving them up and down the field this week, but at home, I'll go Raiders. I'll take Raiders as well. That's safety. Uh, what's his name? Brown. Anthony Brown. Yeah. Anthony Brown. He was just getting targeted. Four third down pass interference penalties. Yeah. Derek Carr was just throwing it at him and it worked. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, how could you call this many penalties? It's not the ref show. It's like, if you know that they're calling all this close shit, keep throwing it at them. Get your hands off of them. (laughs) That last one was kind of touchy where he just, he wasn't, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of contact there. Yeah. But it's still a, you still call that. Yeah. Apparently Whatever. today is the day of train horns outside of my apartment. Like train horns have been going off all day. And there was just like, like a point like two hours ago. It was a mix of train horn, police siren, and fire truck siren all Ooh. at one time. That's a lot of fun. It was a beautiful harmony, but also it made me very concerned because I was very confused on what the hell was going on outside. <laughs> uh, next game of the slate is the Ravens and the Steelers. The Ravens are kind of sliding. I want, like, I just know the Steelers are winning this game. I just know the Steelers are winning this you game. I know the Steelers are winning this I game. I know they are, but I'm still going Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens, and I'm not thinking twice. I'm picking Ravens, and I do not feel confident in it at all. The Yeah, the Ravens have won. This stupid AFC North division, I hate it. <laughs> so they're past. Okay, so they beat the Ravens. No, sorry. Let me go back. When the Ravens beat the Ravens? The Ravens did beat the Ravens. The Ravens beat the Browns. The Browns are bad right now, but they beat them by six. The so fact that the Browns could get four picks on Lamar and score 10 points is criminal. So, yeah, he they beat the Browns by six, beat the Bears by three. Without Lamar, they though. lost the Dolphins. Right. They that lost Bears loss was with Tyler Huntley. So, or sorry, they lost Bears the win. Dolphins. And they beat the Vikings by three. They just yeah, that Dolphins good. loss was terrible. That Vikings loss, they did that. That was a pretty good comeback. I think they're down two touchdowns in that game, so that was pretty impressive. And then the win it in overtime. I don't know. It's just yeah, weird. So it's like the Ravens. the Ravens. The Ravens are a team that will play down to their competition, and they'll win when you don't expect them to. Like, yeah, it's a weird thing, but I'm confident in the Ravens. But it's Ravens Steelers in Pittsburgh. Who the hell knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, I'll take I'll take the Ravens, and I not I'm not thinking twice, but I'm also not confident. Yeah, it's like you it's like you almost have to pick the Ravens, but you just know they won't win because I don't have the balls to pick the Steelers, and I just don't want to. Yeah, Forty Nine er Seahawks in conference, (sighs) boy, or in division. The Seahawks downfall has begun. And you're so wow, they're bad. <laughs> they are. Yeah, Russell Wilson is just not bad. The B-A-D. Bad. B-H-A-D. Baby. B-A-B. <laughs> bad baby. But had behaby. <laughs> anyway, yeah, 49ers. Bad. 49ers, 49ers are, are probably going to steamroll Seattle. They will own the ball for 25 minutes in the first half. <laughs> And then Broncos Chiefs. Probably going to be a Chiefs win Sunday night in Kansas City. 
Yeah, I'm not. He's running a little bit of a roll right now. Broncos, Bridgewater's a little bit banged up. Uh, and plus the Broncos are like one of the most inconsistent teams in the league. So yeah. whenever they get a big win, expect a bad loss the next week. So, yeah. you know, got a big win against Chargers next week. They'll blow it versus Chiefs. All right. And then the last game of the week, Patriots. We Bills. got your squad. I want. I think the Bills will win. I, I also win. think the Bills win. It's a Monday night game in Buffalo, early December. When was the last time the Patriots and Bills like played in like a game for division positioning, like in December, like prime time game? Like this shit doesn't happen to Buffalo very often. No. So last time I think that's played... going to be an electric crowd on Monday. I think the Bills know what's at stake. It's you're not you don't have a rookie quarterback like Mac Jones. Like I think Mac Jones is going to struggle a little bit. And plus the Bills defense is getting really hot right now. I know y'all lost Trey White. That stinks. Yeah, that really that fucking play, sucks. I, yeah, I I love Trey White, so I'm really sad to see him go. That's that really fucking sucks. Yeah, that really hurts our secondary, and our secondary's been good, but yeah. Trey White was the corner for yeah. us. Yeah, Trey White is like like he's him. <laughs> he he is that guy. Yeah. If you didn't know, Trey White is a very good corner. Trey so, White is a generational corner. Like, he is good. You're calling him football. generational? Bro, that man, that, <laughs> Trey White's him, bro. I love Trey White. I don't know if I'd call him generational, though. Where do you rank him in terms of cornerbacks right now? Okay, so as y'all probably know, NFL, not my biggest sport. Actually, my third. But Jalen Ramsey, number one. I'll stick to that. Jair Alexander, I'll give number two. I I I would put him in the three to five range. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm just trying to think. Uh, give me some give me some names because I'm I'm not blanking. Uh does I, Trayvon I Diggs like... make your list? No. I just feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Um, Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey. I'm taking Trey White. Um, boy, I am also blanking. Like Denzel Ward. I'm taking Trey White. Um, JC Jackson. Taking Trey White. Um, who's the uh, Marshawn Lattimore? Oh, taking Trey White. Stephon Diggs cooked the fuck out of him. Xavier Howard. Trey White. Stephon Gilmore. I haven't seen enough of him, but I'm still taking Trey White because he's been injured for a lot of the year. That's all I can think of in my head. <laughs> I'm, I'm like pulling up the teams. Um, Yeah, I think Jalen Ramsey and Jair Alexander are like the one and two. Yeah, pretty clear one, too. Yeah. I'm not going to take it with you yeah. Cowboys fans already trying to insert Trayvon Diggs into the convo. He's not better than Ramsey. Five. I don't think he's top five. But, 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 but interceptions, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. Interceptions are all luck. I wouldn't say all luck. I think some of them Most are luck, of them. Not are. Most of them are luck. So, yeah, I'll take the Bills, even though we just lost Trey White. Get better. He's out for the season, which sucks. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm not super confident, but I'm, I am confident. If we don't win this game, then there's bigger issues at hand. 
Because this is, is this like your toughest win. game left? No, we play the Bucks next week. Oh shit! Damn. But then it's the Panthers, who Cam Newton's been bad. Cam yeah, so we got yeah, we got Pats. Pats, Bucks, Panthers, Pats again, and then Falcons and Jets. So I'm cool with losing one of the games between the Patriots and the Bucks, but I we can't afford to lose both of them. Yeah. And well, at least you got to at least you get to go to Tampa. You say at least we get to go to Tampa. Oh yeah, wait. Why did I say that? <laughs> I don't want to go to Tampa, dog. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Um, well, I mean, like Tampa's like, I mean, like their team is good, but it's not like a hard environment to play in. I don't think. Right. I don't think they're as good as they are last year, but yeah. I still don't want to play them. Right. I don't want to go into the last four games knowing we need hey, to. Hey, man! Out. If the Rams can beat the Bucks, you can too. If Washington can beat the Bucks, so can you. I know, but that's still that's probably the hardest game on our schedule all year, and we're yeah. seven four. Actually, probably the Chiefs, but we kind of smoke the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't we want rolled. to think about. I don't want to think about the Rams schedule for the rest of Rams the year because it is an absolute gauntlet. <laughs> and I, I hate it. We're going back to the NBA for a second, but I was looking at the Mavs schedule coming up. There's a lot of back-to-backs, and it's not looking pretty. Yeah. Yeah, this point in the schedule is getting kind of rough. So we're just going to pray. Mavs are up 22 right now. Luka Doncic is that. So It's a lot of back-to-backs, and a lot of them were at least – Okay, at least they're not back-to-backs against, like, playoff contenders. Like, we get a back-to-back yeah. against the Pelicans – then it's Memphis, Brooklyn, Memphis again, Indiana, OKC, Charlotte, LA, a back-to-back versus Minnesota, Milwaukee, Utah on Christmas, Portland, and then a back-to-back in Sacramento. Like Utah on Christmas is going to be demoralizing or the greatest. Game <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, there's it is two completely opposite ends of the spectrum that could only happen. Is that the Mavs like have a statement win or they get absolutely plummeted? <laughs> Did you see the bleach reports 24 under 24? Yeah, it was awful. I made a video on it. It was awful just on the sheer fact that Taylor Harden Tucker was listed ahead of Shea Gilge Alexander. <laughs> and I, I know that having Luca number one is like Luca needs to be number one on this list. I don't care. I know he's not Who having was the best number one. Jaw. I know Jaw really is Jaw MVP. over Luca? Yes. Okay. Jesus Christ. So they were going off this year and this year. Yeah, only. I can understand this year, but like, dog. I know. That's why that was <laughs> the biggest. Obviously, THT over uh, Shea was like, what the fuck? But like, Davion Mitchell was on the list. When I was thinking about that, why? The, the more I thought about that, the crazier it got because they left off. If they wanted a defensive player, Lou Dort. Right. RJ Barrett. Yeah. Like, uh, why well, throw Davion Mitchell in there? <laughs> I don't know. He is like a fan favorite. Weird, like a he's like one of those niche fan favorites. Yeah, like, like I'm not saying he, Davion Mitchell's a bad player. Like he's obviously like really good defensively, but like he is a, not. Good he doesn't do anything off right now, at least. Yes, which is why I'm like, yeah, and they want to say this year, like, bro, Davion Mitchell can't shoot the ball. <laughs> That's why Lou Dort was like, I felt like. I gave Lou Dort some love on the video that I made. And I also gave RJ Barrett some love, even though RJ Barrett's been having a down year, but RJ Barrett is just, you, you know how good RJ Barrett is. Yeah. And I think those, like he's been inefficient this year, but those numbers will come back to life. 
So whatever. Terrible list. L company, unless they want to sign us. L company. <laughs> I love that Kenny made a video on it. And he even he was like, yeah, I know I work for Bleacher Report, guys, but that does not. I'm not going to back down from this stupid article. <laughs> well, the thing is that Bleacher Report didn't write it. It was like a writer for Bleacher Report. So I yeah. guess Bleacher Report did write it, but like it wasn't the company Bleacher Report. It was just posted on their platform. Mm-hmm. Saw Strom inside but with still, Cubs Bleacher thing. Report is, it's just not a good media outlet in general. Chris, Chris Taylor, four years, yeah, 30 million. Baseball free agency has never been hotter ever um obviously it's because a lockout is happening in three and a half hours um and actually the negotiations are going down like 30 minutes down the road you know in dallas <laughs> maybe we need to go fix it ourselves <laughs> maybe we have something to say about this um but no there have been i have never seen this many free agent deals happen before the month of december in my life Usually yeah. in a normal off season, we are waiting till at least the next year, the next calendar year until yeah. the top guys sign. But I mean, in a matter of three days, like in a matter of three days, Seeger, Simeon, Robbie Ray, Kevin Gosman, um, Javi Baez, Javi Baez, Chris Taylor is signing right now. Marcus Stroman just signed. Um, I really thought Stroman was going to be the Cardinal, to be honest with you. I was really hoping for it. I don't know why the Cubs are signing Stroman. It doesn't or really why Stroman is going to the Cubs. But in, I think the contract did say that he gets an opt out after the first year, which is interesting. Um. Oh, two years actually. So Rubio Dor yeah. going to the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> and you know who's going to the Yankees? A whole bunch of nobody. Nom. Oh, nobody. Kevin Cashman. Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> Cashman needs to break open the wallet, man. Yeah, Brian Cashman needs to wake up from his uh, sleeping back slumber at the uh, GM meetings. I seriously thought Seeger was like, I wanted Seeger more than Correa, to be honest. I couldn't because- believe that the Rangers got him. Like, I, I. I wasn't that shocked that they got Simeon, but I was like, damn, they got Seeger too, dude. I want to see where Trevor Story's doing. I don't Yeah, it's pretty much story or bust for the Cardinals now. Yeah. I kind of I don't like Trevor Story be cool. Like as a Yankee, obviously, he's like really good and all that. That's just like not who I wanted, but it's cool. I'll I'll honestly take whatever I can get. Well, the Yankees are sending either. anybody, so I want to get your hopes up. You're I, getting I, Isaiah Kiner Fleffa and you'll like it. <laughs> I take it, dude. Like, dude, Torres you're literally getting so Isaiah Kiner Falefa and you're bringing back Gary Sanchez, and that's your offseason, dude. Glaber <laughs> okay, Torres is so bad defensively. I take I- IKF. Well, I sure hope so. He's won a gold glove in his career. <laughs> Hasn't he won a couple? I think he's won two. I think he's won back to back. I know he's a stud defensively. Hold on. But I see, like, I see Yankee fans on Twitter. And on TikTok, like the Just Baseball podcast, shout out to them. Love those guys. Uh, he is a one-time gold glove winner. He won in Only 2020. One. Oh, wow. Yeah, 2020. Like, he's not really going to hit at all. Like, he'll be like a 700 OPS guy. But he's Like, he only had a 670 void. OPS last year, but it's like he's pretty much in there for defense. Maybe yeah. a Yankee Stadium, he could luck himself into some extra base hits. But Yeah, I, I want to see what Matt Olson's up to. Yeah, Olsen's a popular name going around. Freeman hasn't signed yet. Apparently, the Dodgers are really in on Freeman. 
Um, I want to see Clayton Kershaw go to Texas. I just want to see. Yeah. It. Like I, I don't think Texas is gonna be as good as people. Oh are making no, them out they're to be. still they're still ways away. But like in terms of like talent, this is this was like their window to really yeah. push things ahead. And I'm glad they got the people that they got. Like if there was a off season to spend money, it was this one. And yeah. honestly, if I think the Raiders were in a position where they feel like they had to, considering like the lockout was gonna happen. And they have a new ballpark. They want to get new ballpark. In. They have prospects again. They have five top 100 prospects. They have yeah. decent major league talent. Um, kind of makes you wonder why they traded Joey Gallo if this was the direction they were going to go. I don't. Do you think they knew that they were going to do this? Um, maybe not. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. Maybe you know, offseason aspirations changed in matter of ways. Saw, probably they probably yeah. What I see, I saw a TikTok of someone trying to trade Joey Gallo for. Oh, who were they trying to trade Joey Gallo for? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, but I can't remember. A roster with Seeger and Simeon. Cole Calhoun's not a bad depth outfielder, but you have Adolis Garcia. Um, Nate Lowe was really good last year, or Nate Lowe. I wouldn't say Sorry. he was really good, but he was. He but was Garcia the best is like on the team. Garcia was their best player last year. <laughs> like yeah. a thirty home run guy in the outfield and decent defense is like that's playable. Yeah. Like an eight, like like Garcia is a playable off. Like he's an everyday guy, like eight hundred oh, yeah. OPS, no, eight hundred no. OPS guy. I don't think he'll repeat what he did last year. I think he'll pr- kind of fall off. He's gonna be twenty nine. He's gonna be twenty nine. <laughs> hey man, whatever. But yeah, the Rangers are definitely on their way. I think they decided that this was gonna be the window to attack because the Oakland days are either not even gonna be in Oakland anymore. And or they're going to ship off Olsen, Chapman, Montas, like all their valuable guys like they usually do. Yeah, the Angels think- haven't signed anybody. They got Rasiel Iglesias and Michael Lorenzen. And they they got Noah Syndergaard. And Syndergaard, yeah. Uh, well, the I'm Mariners are year. right on the edge. They just got Robbie Ray. Um, I thought I know a really lot of people were the people were really in on the Mariners getting Simeon. Uh, but they couldn't get it. The Mariners haven't gotten the bat that they've been wanting yet. They're really in on Chris Bryant and Trevor Story, apparently. Um, and then the Astros don't have Correa, but they pretty much have everybody else from their World Series team. Yeah. So, you know, the Astros are still the Astros. So, I mean, the Rangers are still like one to two years away from they my, just favorite gotta... saying, my favorite saying is that they're two years away from being two years away. I love that. Was that, a, that was about Kyle Anderson, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's two years away from being two years away. Yep. Um, oh man, the Rangers just have no, they have zero pitching, which is yeah, and that's also true. So, John Gray does help that, but but even I mean, John Gray is not like they really don't have anything else. That's why Kershaw, that's why everybody's pointing at Kershaw to Texas. Yeah, you gotta pray. And even then, like, are you trusting our 40 year old Kershaw? I mean, I think it, I mean, I don't even know what his contract is, but I feel like it'd be like a one year. I think it would be two, but I don't, I just don't trust a 40 year old Kershaw in my. To be my ace if i want to be like good i don't trust a four-year-old kershaw i mean kershaw's kershaw kershaw's 33 by the way he's only 33 he's 33 <laughs> oh. yeah dude <laughs> i thought he was significantly oh no kershaw's 33 like he's had his injuries he has injury concerns last few seasons right i oh i felt like he's a lot older than that oh no like i think justin verlander's 37 39 i think verlander's 39 uh 38 he'll be 39 38. in february though 
Yeah. It's crazy to me that the three best pitchers in the league are in New York right now. Yeah, when you said and then that, Max Scherzer it hit me. to the Mets. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Three best pitchers in the league all in the same Just the sheer fact that Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom will be sharing the same rotation. That is so dumb. <laughs> well, can they hit? Well, I guess with Mark Canna. They got Mark Canna, Starling yeah. Marte, Eduardo Escobar. Like, those are quality players. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. And hopefully they get a bounce back here from Francisco Lindor. I th- I have confidence in them this this go around. Like you kind of can't miss on Max Scherzer. Like yeah. it's kind of hard for that deal to not go right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hope- and then it's like and they're not really investing that much money into their position players. Like Marte got under hundred million. Mark Canna got I think a two year deal. Escobar got a two year deal. So, I mean they're just quality guys that'll get on base. I'm Marte hoping, will absolutely get on base and he'll steal bases. I'm he led the, he led the, the league last year. And an underrated team right oh, now that's Mads. making moves, the Miami Marlins. The Marlins that, are yeah. getting a little sneaky. They got Avisel Garcia on a four-year deal. They extended Sandy Alcantara, who's like their only all-star. Um, they just traded they for Jacob a... Stallings from the Pirates, who was the – I think he was the only catcher to not give up a pass ball in a minimum of 500 innings last year. And they just traded for Joey Wendell, who was an all-star for the Rays last year. So slowly but surely, the Miami Marlins are starting to build something. I think the Yankees are going to rely too heavily on bounce-back years from, like, DJ LeMayhew and Glaber Torres to – I I don't know. I think this might be a bad season for the Yankees. And I want to just pay Aaron Judge. Just make my life worth it. Pay Aaron Judge. Yeah. Because he's a free agent at the end of this year, right? Yeah, so just extend them. Dang, just so him and Gallo are both free at the end of the year. All right, interesting. I'm not concerned about Judge leaving, like, at all, but, like, give him the money. Freddie Free. I wonder what Judge is worth. I'm curious. You know because Joey he's Gallo old. Like, he's not some, like, young superstar. Like, he's almost 30. <laughs> that's, in, in baseball, that's not, like, old, though. Yeah, he's 29. He'll be 30 in April. I don't know. I think him getting suited and more comfortable with the Yankees is. But yeah, I think, I think last year was the year that really like, like cemented that he is going to be, he would be worth a contract because I I think for a lot of years, everybody was expecting him not to get extended because he just couldn't stay on the field. Who judge or Gallo judge. Oh yeah. Judge was an Ironman last year. Shout out to judge. Yeah. That was huge. He like, he needed that. The Yankees needed that. I, I, I was happy for judge last year. Yeah, I think I think Aaron Judge is just love. I, I mean, a nine sixteen OPS, a one forty nine OPS plus, thirty nine bombs in a six war season. In how many games did he play last year? One hundred and forty eight games. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, most he's played since his rookie year when he had fifty two home runs. I mean, if he stays on the field, he plays. Yeah. So, you got anything else? I'm gonna call it a day. Um, I'm trying to think of like who else. Is anything the Blue Jays got Kevin Gosman but lost Marcus Simeon, but I think they'll be fine. And Robbie Ray, for that matter. Yeah, and Robbie Ray, but getting Gosman is a decent return. They got uh, Jose Barrios extended. They got Cy Young uh, for Cy Young. So they got so the Blue Jays rotation now is Gosman, Barrios, Ryu, Manoa, Manoa. which is nasty. Um, Trying to think if there's anything else. It just seems like everything's happening in the AL West. <laughs> like nothing yeah. is happening in the National League, dude. 
the Cardinals like, the haven't National done anything, have they? Put there's nothing going on. But the Cardinals haven't done anything, have they? Nah, I mean we got Steven Matz. That's about it. <laughs> oh, we got Steven Matz on a four-year contract. Cool, a left-handed ground ball starting pitcher. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just want Trevor's story, man. Like, I want a bat. <laughs> you and me both, dog. I want a bat. You and me both. Has Nicholas Castellanos signed? He has not yet. I don't want Nicholas Castellanos. There is no room for him. Um. Well, yeah, because y'all keep wanting to employ Brett Gardner. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Wait, Gardner's on the team. Is he like a free agent now? I thought he took a, like a. I thought he had like an option or something. No, I don't think so. I think we. we nah, swear him. he's back. I, I don't think so. Swear he's back. Oh, he was I granted heard. free agency November fourth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say. Wait a minute. No. But still, Brett Gardner is always like the fallback option. <laughs> I don't. I don't want Brett Gardner in center field. No, I don't want Nicholas Castellanos in center field either. I don't. No, Nick like... Castellanos will be your DH, and your outfield will probably be. What Stan Gallo, Stan Gallo judge? judge, but can Joey Gallo with. play center field for a sustained amount of time? Just whoever's faster between him and Judge, to be honest. Yeah, uh, like they're both tall, but I think athletically, I think Judge is more athletic. I don't know. Joey Gallo is also pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. There's you can't go wrong between the two in the center field position. Yeah, but if that is the case, you'd have Riz. I think Rizzo returns. So, you know, Voight and Rizzo would be the DHs. Again, another year of that? I hope not, but I think that's realistically what's going to happen. Would you rather have Voight DH full-time or Rizzo? I'd rather have Voight DH full-time because Rizzo is such a good glove. Yeah, he's yeah he's a really good defensive first baseman for sure. Yeah, and I think Voight is the better DH option than Rizzo. Yeah. All right. I think that's enough baseball talk. I think we're going to get out of here. I'm going to go watch the Mavs game. So I'm probably going to go get like, what time is it? 838. I think Wingstop still open. I think they're open until 10. Hold on. Need to, I need to hold on guys. We're doing this right Mavs now. Wings, Wingstop. Up. Wingstop. When, when, when are closing? 12 a.m. Let's get it. All right. All right. Golden. I will be headed on my merry way to a Wingstop guys. So Mavs are up 23 right now. Woo. Thank God. We needed we needed a Pelicans game. We Lucas needed a cupcake. 28 and 14, by the way, on 68% from the field. Who? Luca. Jesus. We are shooting 50% from three right now on 11 to 22. Yeah. So look, Where yeah, looking at the box day? score right now. Uh, Dodo's two for two from three. KP's one of five, but he's eight of 13 from the field overall. So I'll take that. Uh, Bullock's two of three. Lucas two of five. Hardaway's two of four. Brunson's two of two. And Max is one for two. So I will gladly take that. KP with 18 and seven. Eight of 13 from the floor. With block, block, block. Luca has eight turnovers. Hey man, I'll, already has eight turnovers. Oh, uh, they've as a team we have one block. Wait, no, yeah, we have one block of the team, and it's from KP. So yeah, Brandon out. Ingram's going off for twenty nine, but because 
the Pelicans suck. He's a minus 31. <laughs> and we're shutting down Jonas Valanciunas from what it looks like. Yeah, now Valanciunas is one of eight from the field four with six points. Right. Yeah, the fact that Ingram has missed six shots in this game and he is a minus 32. <laughs> That's tough. All right, gang, that is it from us. We will have another podcast out for you next week. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube, five stars on Apple and Spotify. And thank um, you for 100 downloads, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. We, we really appreciate it. Just getting started. More to come. Check out the video that I made on 24 under 24 where I fixed it. He fixed it, guys. I fixed it. it Aiden's was so opinion much... is the only one that matters. Yes. He fixed it. Don't let anyone tell you different. I'm the only one that matters with this. Yeah. All right. The only valid list is Aiden's 24 under 24. True. All, All right. right. We'll see you all next yes. week. See you. Bye.